Hey everyone, welcome back. We are continuing our discussion on the topic of critical race theory. And I think this is going to be the last episode on this topic. Um, I don't know. I, I, I want to get to uh, the next book uh, that we will be covering, which is uh, the, the Lost Art the Lost Art of Discernment, uh, it's called. And I want to release some podcast episodes on that particular book and on that specific topic. But uh, I may throw in uh, an episode or two here and there throughout the month of November talking about this issue. Um, in fact, there's not just that. I, I, I don't know. I've actually been thinking about even doing some movie reviews. <laughs> uh, I enjoy watching movies. I enjoy uh, critiquing movies. Not all movies, just ones that are worth watching. And I don't watch a ton of movies, but I've also seen movies that were not worth my time. I regretted watching and not, not, worth, of, not worth my thoughts. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see. But uh, so with this possibly being the last episode, I want to bring things to a close and here's where I want to begin. So in uh, there's a, a couple different words uh, that if you are uh, if you are seminary trained, you are familiar with, or even if you're, I mean, I guess you don't have to be seminary trained to be familiar with these two words, but they are two uh, important words when it comes to the study of the Word of God. Well, and those words are exegesis and eisegesis. Exegesis is the right way of studying the scriptures. Exegesis is basically seeking to understand the meaning uh, of a passage, to trying to understand what the text is actually trying to communicate. And so uh, this is, uh, so exegesis speaks to that process of understanding uh, the text. And it's 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 trying to discern. Uh, so if we take the Bible, for example, if we take the a particular passage, then we do the work of exegesis in order to understand what the passage is trying to communicate and also trying to discern what was the author's original intent in communicating what he's written in this particular text. Another word that is helpful to be familiar with is the word eisegesis. So we have exegesis and eisegesis. Eisegesis is what you don't want to do. Eisegesis is essentially uh, inserting meaning into a text that isn't really there. It's reading into something. So uh, say you receive a text message and you, uh, depending on how the text message is communicating, you might read a particular meaning into that message that the author didn't intend to communicate. And the only way to figure that out is to actually talk to the person who sent the message and say, hey, I received this message. This is how it read. This is kind of how I perceived it. This is what I'm reading into it. Is this actually what you meant? And the person might say, no, no, I'm sorry. That is actually not what I intended to try to communicate to you. And so eisegesis is reading into something that the author did not intend to communicate. Now, why do I bring this up? I bring this up because this is what's happening with regards to the scriptures by many evangelicals 
many who I would still call brothers and sisters in Christ who have sort of jumped ship into the CRT bandwagon. And because uh, the scriptures, uh, you, you will not find the word racism in the scriptures, but it does say a lot of things about race. Uh, we see that in Ephesians chapter 4, where Jesus Christ abolished the law of commandments, uh, that the dividing wall of hostility, that he accomplished this reconciliation between man and man, and all, but most importantly, between man and God. And so if passages like that that tell us that while your race, uh, your ethnicity, your culture does matter, but it does not, it should not be a means of treating somebody differently because of the color of their skin or because of their background or because of their, their culture. And especially with regards to the church, right? The church are, is, a, is a body of believers who have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus Christ, that they've all been adopted as sons and daughters of God and to the household of God. And they can call God Abba Father. And so that means that while your race and ethnicity and background is all important, that this does not uh, essentially shape uh, who you are, uh, or this doesn't determine how we treat one another. Uh, the God has created one new man in Jesus Christ, which means that if you are white and I am Hispanic, that we can get along just fine that we are brothers and sisters in Christ through faith in Jesus Christ. And we don't not treat each other differently, but we love one another. And so, but uh, what, what sadly, what many uh, evangelicals do who believe in CRT is that they take many different sources outside of the scriptures and take that and, and, and read the scriptures through those through the through the lenses of those that those sources outside sources provide. So what they're doing is reading meaning into the Bible that the author never intended to communicate. That's eisegesis. Uh, that is a disservice uh, to the God. Of, I, I, actually, probably a much stronger word than disservice. Uh, but um, I'm trying to help you to understand that this is what's happening and that this is wrong. We don't do this with the text, with the word of God. Um, we don't try to insert any meaning, our own meaning and definition into the Bible. We let the Bible define itself. We let the Bible communicate. We let the Bible interpret itself. We look to other passages, to other references, to shed light into other passages. And that is a good work of exegesis and something else uh, that that I want uh, want to mention is that um, so there's a they say uh, you if you are listening to this and you are a a member or regular attender at Seacoast Community Church then you've heard me say the name Jordan Peterson uh, Jordan Peterson has uh, he's written uh, a, at least a few different books. Uh, but uh, he's written a, a book called Beyond Order, uh, which is a follow-up to his uh, to his other book. And this is just uh, twelve. Uh, this is uh, twelve more rules for life. And the first book it was twelve rules, and this is twelve more rules. And in one of his rules, he uh, he he says to abandon ideology. Now, um, I I think that he may have uh, CRT in mind. Uh, when he's writing this, but I don't think it's just 
I don't think he is trying to narrow in just on CRT. Uh, but I think it's actually much broader. Um, I think he's, uh, if I'm understanding his chapter correctly, um, I think that he is cautioning his readers to beware of ideologies or or bad, specifically bad ideologies. But what he is getting at is that um, beware of sort of these, uh, beware of these, uh, he says, beware of these intellectuals who make uh, monotheism out of their theories of motivation. And uh, to beware of individuals who sort of um, who who uh, propose or seek to uh, indoctrinate uh, the masses with uh, with these single variables uh, as causes for uh, for diverse complex problems. So he beware of these ideologies that says that this ideology is the answer to all of our problems. Uh, this is the ideology that uh, that that answers all the issues uh, of our of our world, of our country, of our society, of our culture. Uh, and instead, look at your own life, um, build what you have, work hard at something, find something meaningful and productive to work at, uh, clean your room. Um, uh, try to bring order to the things that are a mess in your life. See how, what happens, and then from that, move on to something bigger. So, um, and I mention this because uh, because uh, we should be cautious, and sh we should be um, uh, we should beware of uh, ideologies that pro that uh, that are sort of taught to us or proposed to us as a sort of monotheism, that this is the answer, that this is the solution uh, to all of these complex problems. The only answer to all of the sin and, 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 and separation and hostility and violence that is happening in the world uh, is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And uh, because what's the the end game? What's the end game of CRT? Uh, CRT seeks to make uh, every it seeks to equalize the playing field. It seeks to disperse all the privileges from the privileged and give them to the less privileged. But the problem is, who's going to do that? Uh, what's what's fair? What's just? Uh, when have you met that end? And it doesn't actually solve the problem of, of, of racism. It doesn't solve the problem of hostility and violence and antagonism and hatred. At the end of the day, CRT doesn't solve anything. And for the person who is privileged, um, you're irredeemable. Uh, the problem is you. And, and you can apologize. You can do all the right things. You can affirm all the right things. But at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do. There's no amount of money you can pay. There's nothing you can say, nothing you can do to make things right. Um, and so in that sense, uh, the person is irredeemable. Uh, the person, the, the, there's no hope uh, in CRT. And so we need to be cautious uh, of these things. And, you know, if... I, I don't know if uh, if any of you have read George Orwell's classic 1984, uh, but man, uh, you you should. Um, written man many years ago, and it was almost it's almost like a like a prophecy, really. And he, it's it's 
it's totalitarianism at its extreme. Uh, but really, uh, seeing the trends uh, that we're seeing today, we're we're heading in that direction. That this direction of totalitarianism, thanks to intersectionality, thanks to uh, CRT and what it uh, what it aims to do. Uh, the different things that uh, are happening in the world, the policies that are being uh, mandated uh, from the top down. Uh, and George Orwell's um, dystopian future, or what I guess the characters in that particular context were called a utopian future, is it's a future of totalitarianism, where every word you sp- where speech is controlled, uh, history uh, is controlled, um, uh, there's such a thing as thought crime that you can be charged for your very thoughts. You can be charged for your very words. Uh, the uh, that the state is in control of everything, is in control of your life, and uh, they tell you uh, who to marry and uh, and what to teach your children. I mean, these are some of the we see some of these trends uh, today, and. And so we have to we have to be aware of these things, and we have to be absolutely confident in the gospel of Jesus Christ without wavering. We cannot back down. We have to continue to preach and to teach the truth and share the truth. Book of Jews says um, to contend for the faith that was once for all delivered for the saints. Right now is not a time to sit back in our recliners and have some some Pepsi and some potato chips and watch television. This is not a time for coasting. This is not a time for relaxation. This is a time of contending. We must contend. We must fight for the truth. We must stand uh, for the truth. And so, I hope that I hope that you'll join me uh, in this contending uh, because we need all the people we can get. If you have any questions about these things, again, feel free to reach out to me. And I look forward to uh, the next episode and we will be covering uh, a different topic. So catch you there and God bless you.